I have finally chosen my favorite twin, and it is Corey. (laughs) All right, well, welcome to Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing Heather. Yes. What is someone in for if they're tuning in for the first time? You have happened upon a community. (laughs) A gold mine. Mine. Gold mine. (laughs) You've happened upon a gold mine of mines that talk about the business of really uh, baking in general. I know we focus on sugar cookies, ergo the name. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you'll find here is kind of like strategies that can be applied to things like selling a car all the way to selling a cookie um, because marketing is pretty universal. Now, we tailor it to cookies, but doesn't mean you can't use the same principles we use here to go and, I don't know, Sell something. Sell, sell your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. So w- when we start with this podcast, we'll go through the intro. 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 I'm going to struggle. I can already feel I'm going to struggle. <laughs> Don't let Corey make fun of me. <laughs> We're going to go through the intro marketing minutes. Then we'll go to the business of baking, which is a little bit more theory. And we're going to cover a little bit of the course that launches way too soon. Boom, um, boom, boom. Corey filmed all morning a really cool staging set that she won't cover. Voicemails, which are all text today. Group stuff, which is upcoming lives. We actually have seven I haven't even added yet. Wow. Panic. Uh, twin trust, which I have none. I'm not interested. We should really just drop that section. I, that was our interest. We had 26 interesting things. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> yeah, done. Then sponsors and mailbag. Because Corey went mailbag to mailbox. Mailbag was chocked full of mail. <laughs> Okay, that is the intro. Any comments, questions, concerns? Could I maybe do the business of baking before marketing minutes since I do have a client coming for a pickup halfway through? (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I have to pretend I'm Corey and I hate it. (laughs) Okay, guys, I want to talk about the business of baking today. And Heather, am I saying this right? Is it Christian Louis Vuitton or Christian Labouton? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fancy enough to know. (laughs) Christian Louis Vuitton's or Louboutin. Louboutin. Yeah. Louboutin. Louboutin. Yeah. I like Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Made that mistake this week. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that we're saying these names so terribly should tell you something about the quality of people you're listening to. Okay. Guys, I am the best twin. I am the best sister. No, can I paint this picture? I am the best thing that has ever happened to her. I know. I know. That's why she's my favorite twin this week. No promises for next week. But I'm sitting um, on Sundays. I do my college classwork. I have it typed up here so you can read it. It's in bold. I want you to read exactly what I said I am the best twin, the best sister, the best thing that will ever happen. Uh, So I got a text, right? So I'm sitting here like going through my asana, planning my week. And I'm supposed to like do college work for the entire day because I, you know, put it off to the last minute. And then I get a text. This is all it says. Number uh, should you accept one, you can ask no questions. Two, you must dress up. Three, you may not eat lunch. That was a risky click. Four, tell me when to pick you up. And five, tell no one. So obviously, I dressed up like I was about to deliver a speech, the State of the Union dress. <laughs> she was way more dressed up than I. But I do want us to get kicked out of the store with our normal attire because we look pretty, like, grungy normally. <laughs> so I had this great idea. I have had in my mind, Heather has talked about Christian Louboutins. 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 Damn Christians. Heather's talked about them for, I don't even know, like you know, one like, million years. You have like years? a dream and you're like, yeah, I definitely want that. I'll never buy it, but I like to tell people that it's on my list of things I won't buy, but I'd like to buy. Right. So for the past year, I have checked out their website looking for a specific An pair entire of shoes. Year. Huh? An entire year. Yeah, but I only came to fruition. For the past year, looking for a pair of shoes that screamed to me something Heather would just die for. This past Friday night, I was on their website and there was this cutest pair of shoes. And I didn't... I didn't want he- Heather probably will not buy many more of these type of shoes in her lifetime. Maybe zero. Who knows? I'll never even wear them. I'm going to frame them. <laughs> so I wanted Heather to be able to choose, but they had these very cute shoes, and it said, walk a mile in my shoes. I thought they were adorable. Okay. Made the mistake and went to – what store did I go to? Name and Marcus. Oh, no. I went to oh, Louis, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. It's not associated. <laughs> like, yeah, made an appointment. <laughs> I made an appointment. It was a two-hour wait. Um, but I ended up taking Heather to Neiman Marcus over at Tyson's Galleria. I was a fish out of water because I usually just go to 
Tyson's Mall, not Tyson's Galleria. There's two Tyson's Malls here. They, you can really actually you could throw a stone at one. Yeah, and one other. is for the common man, me and Corey, and the other is for the uncommon man, <laughs> not me and Corey. <laughs> so I took Heather to Neiman Marcus, and they had red bottom shoes on the back wall, and I said, Heather, you have a $1,000 limit. Can you believe that? Can you believe I will I never hear these words uttered to myself again. <laughs> I said, but you have got to choose a pair of heels today. If you do not choose them, the offer is off the table. Yeah, you could only buy a pair of heels. You cannot allocate the money towards food or home. <laughs> you must starve wearing the heels. <laughs> because I knew Heather would never buy these shoes for herself because she would talk herself out of it because they're not required to live a full and complete life. But who wouldn't I want... I feel like my life would be incomplete without them, <laughs> so they are required. So we went to Neiman Marcus, and we walk into the store, and Heather tries on two beautiful options. Okay, I got clown feet, guys. <laughs> so I red bottoms be looking like McDonald's shoes. <laughs> but they were absolutely stunning. She ended up... They not didn't have her size... Why we were there, so I had to order them online. So the the rush and the funness was a little less because we walked out with nothing. But they will be here between three and five business days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you're rolling your eyes in disgust at the fact that those shoes were that expensive, you're not alone. But here's the thing, right? It's always the difference between functionality. Mm-hmm. I, hey, go to pay less. Get a pair of shoes, yes. right? Pay less there. Okay. Or you can go to pay more and even more. <laughs> pay a lot. <laughs> pay a lot more. But I want to say what made Heather walked into that day, it was not deserted. It wasn't a no man's land. People weren't begging us there to buy things. There was no seats. There was no physical seat because so many people were buying shoes. Okay, so probably what did we find? The cheapest shoe there was around 600 600 Okay, maybe the shoe, though, 50. Corey posted it in the group. The shoe looked like a pre-worn tennis shoe. It blew my mind. The shoe looked like it was worn, and that's its shtick. And it was called, what, Goldberg? Golden Gold- Goose. Golden Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. Go on. Goldberg, too. They were too poor. <laughs> but people said that this was the largest collection in one spot, and the line to try on these worn-looking shoes was insane. But their branding was on point because they had a line of people wanting to buy these worn shoes. The cheapest shoe in the store was around 550 Everything went up for that. There was the ugliest shoe I've ever seen in my life. It looked like a pillow. It probably was comfortable. It was, it was Dolce & Gabbana. It was a thousand. It was the dollars. weirdest looking shoe. And not, not to judge if you have some DMGs <laughs> some on your feet right now. <laughs> I like to shake your hand. <laughs> but uh, the crazy thing was, okay, so I really like Aldo shoes. I really like high heels. It's like my own little thing, right? Mm-hmm. So when you go into Aldo, which is in the Tyson's, a common man mall, <laughs> yes. you know, the highest, the most expensive shoe they have there is, uh, it's like a knee-high boot, and it's probably around $200. And uh-huh. that's like pushing it. But typically, their high heels are around $80. Maybe you can get them on sale for around 50 Yes. Okay, like, yeah, that's a lot for a shoe. But if you really like it, they're very ostentatious style sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Very pretty. But it's a very clean-looking store, very white, very nice. Everything looks like just pretty and you're mm-hmm. like wow this is an, a nice shoe okay i'll buy it but at neiman marcus it looked like macy's no offense to you macy's lovers out there but it was not organized those red bottom shoes were on the back wall there was not even a special light one was flopped over on its side like you go to aldo and you put a shoe slightly cockeyed back someone just appears out of like thin air <laughs> to straighten it back here the shoe these red bottom shoes were piled on top of each other just scattered about no organization there was three people working they could care less care they had so many people that they could have cared less that we were standing there. Even if we were, I was like, hey, I want to buy $1,000 shoes. Or like the person next to you is buying $5,000. I had to go stand in a line to get somebody to look at me to say my feet are too big. <laughs> I this to size up. So you might be saying, girls, why are you making this homage to Corey, her being the best twin? And besides you guys missing out at birth from me being your twin, I wanted to go over the the pricing psychology, the payment psychology that happened this weekend. It was pretty wild. I, everyone needs to go tell their husband and wife, you got to go buy a pair of red bottoms too because the twins told you to. It's a good experience. <laughs> it's a marketing experience. Write it off. <laughs> it's a business expense. Um, the thing is, uh, Christian, how am I Just saying say red bottoms. Red, red, red bottoms. Uh, red bottom shoes are never going to lower their price because they are reaching an upper echelon of people, people that are willing to pay $1,000 per shoes. You can price your product too cheap that you appeal to the cheaper people. Your product isn't cheap, but your price is so inexpensive that cheap people want it even cheaper. You can actually price higher and read an 
reach an upper echelon of people that would not sniff at $60 for a dozen any single day of the week because mm-hmm. that is your type of people. Just the other day, I was walking through the dollar store, which looked Corey, like an Corey's shopping experiences explosion. are wild. Yeah. <laughs> I was some... walking through the Neiman Markets and <laughs> off to the dollar store. <laughs> I'm a wild, wild west. <laughs> I was walking through the dollar store. Look truly like a bomb had gone off. There was more things on the ground than there were on the shelves. <laughs> Sounds like Neiman Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> but I passed this face mask for a dollar. Three. I physically, in my mind, I had the thought I couldn't possibly buy that dollar face mask for the fact that it would probably make my face break out. It's only a dollar. I think it might like do a nice job of exfoliation. Who knows? I'm first layer. But here's the thing. If I walked into Sephora and saw a face mask for $30, I would say, there is value there. I want that. Let me spend my money on it. It could be the same thing. But in my mind, $1 isn't enough to give me value, whereas $30 seems valuable. I think Corey's like, instead of value, quality, right? I value quality, and quality to me is involved with pricing. It's a way we're conditioned. It must be more expensive because it it costs them more to do because they use better products. Absolutely. So you love this, what, chapstick? There's this chapstick that's like, while on Sephora, I shouldn't be allowed to be on Sephora. Like, I'm not putting on enough makeup on the day-to-day basis (laughs) to to validate that I shop there. But there's this wall of their chapsticks called Fresh. Yes, Fresh Um, Beauty. And there's so many chapsticks, so many colors, so many types, but they they feel really nice. Love them. Um, They're $30 a pop. Mm-hmm. I think 26, 24 think is the cheapest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great now. Anyways, so I bought one. Treat yourself, you know, like, you know, you only live once. My lips are tipped. <laughs> don't do much on the podcast. Anyway, so I bought one. I'm like, oh my goodness, this experience. My lips are experiencing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and then I went to Walmart the other day. Okay. And there was like a Vaseline chapstick at checkout. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? But where is your $2? <laughs> like, oh, $2.50, that's pushing it. <laughs> and then I bought that. And I'm pretty sure they're the exact same things. But when I use the fresh one, I'm like, this is Kalai. Exactly. When I use a Vaseline one, I'm like, well, buddy, good luck. <laughs> so what I am saying, there is value. Value in pricing. There's a perceived value to customers. Now, I know a bunch of people are rolling their eyes right now saying, I am. My, I am. <laughs> my people where I live are not willing to pay that much. I want you to look outside. Have you ever seen a BMW, an Acura, a luxury vehicle drive by you? Because if you have, they are willing to pay for it. You have to find that ideal client. It is going to be harder to find. There are fewer of those people there, but they are out there and they're willing to spend money on things that they find valuable. I had a lady, she's actually a teacher. She's a repeat customer. She spent almost $200 um, this weekend on three dozen cookies with me. And she found value in the purchase. She was happy with the order. I didn't force her to. She said, Hey, can you make this happen? I said, absolutely. $200 richer in my pocket. Um, there's I, um, a friend of mine named Mike. He, Corey knows Mike. Uh, he works for, kind of for like uh, server installs. Mm-hmm. But he says, Heather, we have clients that we bill at 1500 a month, and it is the majority of their business expense. He said, those people are, are obnoxious. They are breathing down our throat. Everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be 110%. They're constantly taking up time asking because it's so important to them because it's a majority of their spend. He said, then I have clients who are pulling in 100000 a month. He said, we're $5,000. He said, I never hear from them. All I am to them is, hey, don't make a problem happen. If I don't hear from you, that's good news. Mm-hmm. So he says, when you're at the bottom end of a high budget, you're at solution. Yes. But when you're at the top end of a low budget, you're a problem. Yeah, they're almost micromanaging you because it's every so dollar much, counts. Right, right. So my ideal client, the one who my base price is $60, just about to be 65 because I just feel hello. like Hello. Hello, teacher. Watch out. <laughs> Corey's um, coming to town. Is the person who says, Corey, I want you to get it done. Do whatever you want. Just get it done. I'm willing to pay for it. That is my ideal client. The client that is not ideal is the one who says, Corey, you're too expensive. I want to also micromanage every single design. Because color. this is so much of my gift budget. Yes. So there are two. You can be too cheap and appeal to the wrong audience. But if you raise your prices, you will then appeal to your target audience, the one who allows you to do all your designs, the one who doesn't second guess every single step you're doing, the one who doesn't say at 12 in the middle of the night saying, hey, can I get a progress photo Mm -hmm. on what my cookies look like right now? There's people. 
me, me. I am those people that shop at Ross. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Ross. But I go to Ross enough that I'll be like, oh, man, these Michael Kors shoes overpriced here at a 55. I'll wait till, till they come on, like, reduce, reduce <laughs> at, like, 35, <laughs> maybe. Your, your feet will always have They're always something. there. They're, I just wait. There's me and one other person that size giant feet here, and we fight. Um, but then when you go to Neiman Marcus, nobody was waiting for reduce, reduce, reduce price. There no. was no reduce price. There was no sales. Were no sales. Um, I was they, about to sell on my used shoes. I'd be like, you guys don't even know what I'm walking <laughs> in. Trevor, treasure trove. <laughs> the thing is, is there's two different types of clients out there. And you might have ones that are willing to pay your less expensive prices, but it's a fight tooth and nail every time. Mm-hmm. And you could raise your prices ever so slightly and then peek you into a up. new market. Mm-hmm. And you'd be the cheapest of a very expensive clientele. And you'd be able to rake in that money each and every time. You'd be able to work less and make more. I think a lot of people look at their cookies and be like, man, these are extremely expensive Oreos. You're, you're talking to my Ross people over here. You need to say, wow, this is an extremely affordable gift compared to XYZ they asked for at Neiman Marcus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a different thing. And if you start changing your perspective there, yeah, I know this podcast sounds like all we talk about is making money and that's because what it's about. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's true. Maximize your profits minimize the time investment and you're truly making money in two different ways now another funny thing when i posted those worn looking golden goose shoes to the group a lot of people said "Ooh, i would never even paid six dollars for it you are not you're missing two zeros there at the end buddy (laughs) you're not their target audience they don't want your money you do not find value in their product and in their shoes but it's so funny when cookie people are like someone said it was too expensive and they just don't understand the time that goes into it we are those people (laughs) you're not your target audience You'll never find the value of buying custom cookies and custom bakes because you make it. That's why most of us landed in here is because we said, oh, that's a little expensive. I think I can try this myself. So you've got to get out of your personal mindset and get into the mindset of your target audience. What are they willing to buy? What do they buy? What are they looking for? Are they looking for a cheaper price? No, because that's the perceived value is you have a cheaper product. If you could price correctly for your target audience and work for them and market to them, that is when you start really being able to scale your business and make more money. Mm -hmm. My last little thing about the little red bottom um, awesome trip of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. The shoes I wore there were high heels Mm -hmm. and the shoes that we purchased were high heels. Um, both cause blisters, so we're good, right? No, I didn't wear those red bottom. I never will. I wear them to one event, and that will be my funeral. And please don't <laughs> let my feet touch the ground. I don't want to scuff them. <laughs> I will rise from the dead to scold you. Anyways, um, it's a huge thing about those shoes is, yeah, they're probably great quality. But was there a huge difference in quality between the ones I wore and the ones I I uh no, they looked almost me. identical. <laughs> right. But it's branding. It is branding. So branding. Aldo almost has to make their store so top end looking so the cheaper people, us, feel, ooh, this is an experience. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm willing to pay $100 for these heels. Whereas Neiman Marcus said, hey, girl, it's on the back shelf. Go find mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, because their target audience is buying that every single day over and over and over. Right. And I'm like opening up these shoes and like, okay, the box was, you know, I had the logo on, but it wasn't <laughs> made of leather. And But there was a little like a uh, Christian tote in there. And there was something in tiny, I think like the heel had the replacement heels at the bottom. Yeah. And it came in a little, little tinier tote bag. And I'm like, wow, quality. No, no, no. This is so expensive. This was a, the least cost to this man. Um, and I'm acting like it's like, wow. So that experience is the clients that we want where you adding bows is like, wow, this is great. Now people are saying like, you know, you're too expensive. Also add the bows. Mm-hmm. Also, whenever Heather tells me I'm too loud on the podcast, please send her a text message uh, that says uh, red bottoms. That's all you have to say. <laughs> Just a quick reminder, a brief reminder. And also send, you made an appointment at Louis Vuitton for Christian Vuitton. <laughs> My bad. Okay, so I think Corey's eyeing her client out there. No, I don't know if it's them or not. I can't tell. Okay, well, why you're thinking about going out. Let me just, you know, my little fiasco with the airplanes. Yes. The metal tubes in the sky, that amazing. Okay, so here's just the follow-up. Last last time I'll complain about Southwest, right? So I, you know, my flight was out Tuesday. Yes. And then I ended up getting moved to Wednesday. So on Tuesday, I go into the, like, the check-in line, you know, where they're like, please have your phone turned on right. Yes. So I'm, like, panicking that my phone will suddenly lock and I'll never be able to unlock it. I'm always, like, tapping it a million times. (laughs) Phone, are you there? Nothing happened. Nothing's changed. So I go to the check-in line, and they get to the little barcode-y thing on the phone, the QR code. And when I go to scan it, it usually goes, doo-doo, and then you just board the plane. But it might went, 
And oh. I was like, oh, hard drive. Hearts my butt. Uh, and she says, hey, you know, the seat that you purchased has actually been allocated to somebody else. So you'll have to rebook. Bun. Okay. And I'm like, but I booked this flight a month ago. Why wasn't I told a month ago? I need to leave today. I, people are waiting to hear the podcast. <laughs> and she was like, you know, and I was trying to be nice in it. But I said, I, I do have a schedule. And I did book this out a month. And she says, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. The seat has been given away. You'll need to purchase another ticket on another flight, oh but we'll give you twenty um, percent off a future flight. And I'm like, <laughs> right? I want now. to be out of this state today. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, okay, so uh, so just cancel this flight, and then I'll switch to this other flight. And she's like, oh, um, actually, because your your suitcase is already on the plane, uh, you, we can't refund you. For this flight, but we can give you that twenty percent off of the future flight. But I'm like, okay, now I'm left holding the bag. But the only bag I'm not holding is my own because it's already on this plane. And I'm like, you know, that's just I, I need to get home now. I can't get home on the flight now. I'm I've already paid for this other flight, and then you're taking my stuff because it's already on the plane, obviously because we're boarding. And now I got to switch to a new flight, but at twenty percent off. Like at this point. Not not only do I not want the twenty percent off, I never want to work with Southwest again, and I absolutely almost never want to fly again. Like my experience had been like so terrible at this point that I had like I don't know flying PTSD. Anyways, um, I say all that to say that absolutely none of this happened. But if your jaw is on the floor that any of that would have happened, I want to paint a picture. This is exactly what it sounds like when you don't refund somebody for a mistake you made on their order. And so time and time again, we see in kind of these clicky groups, dare I say even our own, it's like, um, hey, guys, you know, I, I misspelled somebody's name. What do? We refund them the order. You made a mistake, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, but but – but but what? They they had a party, it was scheduled for today, and now they don't have their complete order. But I already, you know, already worked. Awesome. Yeah, you did. You made a mistake. You know, it's fine. We all make mistakes. So refund them their order. Or you can go kind of the scenario that we painted right now and say like, hey, uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to give you the refund. I know that we rendered services. It's not what you wanted. However, you're stuck holding the bag. But I'll give you a discount on a future order. When somebody, and I hate to say this, when somebody finds like a hair in their cookie, God forbid, right? But if somebody does find a hair in their in their order, to tell them, I think this looks staged. One, holy confrontation. Two, to say, I'll only refund you. Corey's opening the door the loudest in the world. But to say, Corey. <laughs> Two, to say, hey, I'm going to, you know, hey, there's a hair in your order. I think you may have placed it there. I'll only refund you. And I'll only refund you if you give me the cookie back. I, that entire nightmare scenario that I just had talking to myself because Corey had left the room midway through it. <laughs> that's what you sound like, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> fill me in. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I, I can just see the audio file. It's just me <laughs> talking to myself. Because um, I had an order that needed to be picked up. I don't know. <laughs> so what I was saying was the whole Southwest skit. We're yes. like, hey, I asked for a refund. No, no, we can't. We'll give you 20% off. However, you need to pay for your flight because we took your baggage. Yeah. Um, None of it was true, but that's what it sounds like when someone says, when you make a mistake on somebody's order and refuse to immediately run to the refund. And I know you're saying like, hey, I spent a lot of time on this and things like that, and it hurts feelings, right? But to have a confrontation with a client saying, hey, I know I made a mistake, but you have to pay for it, sounds exactly like the Southwest scenario. That never happened. Southwest, don't sue me. You guys didn't do it. You did me dirty, though. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> do me that, that dirty, but you did do me dirty. The thing is, at the end of the day, it is your business. You can choose to run it however you want, but reputation is key. And we see that so much in 2021. Good news travels like molasses. It barely leaves the front door. Yeah, just try to ask somebody to leave your review and watch that not <laughs> happen. Yeah. But bad news, whoa, it, it goes like wildfire. Just because they don't leave you a review doesn't mean they're not telling their friends and family. Remember when clear bags clearly missed the mark and they did not get me my order in time? They made it right. They sent next day air for an order that was only $30. And they took the hit, right? They took the hit. Oh, they took the hit big time. She said, I have absolutely made a mistake and I am so sorry. But guess what? She did not know. We'll give you a discount on a future order. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What she didn't know was I have a room full of 25,000 bakers that I could have spread that bad news to. And in turn, she did right. She took the hit she ended up losing money on me and what it did is it absolutely a hundred percent sorry heather's not leaving. 
<laughs> we are not involved in the podcast today. <laughs> um, but what Clearbags did, if you don't recall, is I had ordered something. It was my um, teacher appreciation day cookies, and I needed these specific boxes for them to go in. Otherwise, I could not sell the cookies because they're an- those annoying pencil cookies, and they need those boxes to stay rigid and to not break. Um, I had had probably 30 or 40 people coming to pick them up um, on Monday because they I'd order a week in advance and they said it would be there in time. Friday comes and it says we will not have them delivered till like Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, that is not what a business owner wants to hear. I don't want to have to say, hey, everyone, yeah, we're going to have to push that back a little bit. So I ended up reaching out and they took 100% fault of it. Could they have just said, I'm sorry, it's the way that UPS does. You'll get them when you get them. Absolutely. But who could I have possibly told, hey, I never buy from clear bags again. They're the worst. I could have told the entire group. That's 23,000 people. They could have lost just because of that. Instead, they took the fault. They took the blame. They actually ended up, sorry, refunding. What? Heather is just moving by me like at the speed of light. Why are you going? I want to apologize to the podcast world. My car's in the shop. Corey had a pickup. This day has lasted 20 years. Anyways, how was talking to yourself? Uh, oh, it was awkward. <laughs> yeah, I was running out of words. <laughs> okay, so that was our marketing minutes. It was this whole discount thing. And no, no, we're not threatening to to clear bags to threaten twenty five thousand. But your experience with people, I mean, obviously, I dogged on Southwest for this whole nightmare. This one wasn't true. Yeah. The one prior, you know, it's just it's easy to complain. Squeaky wheel. Um, so go out of your way. We had a group member to talk about her. To who? She had messed up the order. She didn't give us any backstory, but she said, yeah, you know mm-hmm. what? I absolutely messed up the order. This lady was left without whatever she wanted. We do not know the details. Whether she's felt something wrong or it dropped, I don't know. But the lady said, I'm not happy with something. And she said, oh, man, you've been a great customer for me. Hey, I've already refunded you. Yeah. No Could you imagine what that customer felt? The alleviation of not having to have a confrontation to fight back for your money. Right. It at the end of the day, it's your business. You can run it however you want. If you want to fight a customer Into the ground, over a cookie, that's how you, do. <laughs> you can absolutely do that. This is just tips and tricks that work for us, work in the, with the clients that we have worked with and we have seen it uh, boost their business. I always tell my customers, hey, I actually don't touch the funds until you're 100% satisfied upon pickup. If for any reason you are not satisfied, I will refund your total purchase price. They have complete buyer protection with me. What a feeling to buy from someone when you know it's always going to be on your side. Jeff Bezos walks in stage right. <laughs> Amazon's protection of the client's money to say, hey, yeah, like return it. I Guess bought why something. I bought from Amazon all the time? Because mm-hmm. I have the buyer protection. Right. I bought something right. I was like sleeping pills. Yeah, I sleep terribly. That's why I'm always awake and deleting your posts late at night. <laughs> um, but I bought sleeping pills. I bought the wrong kind. Okay, my bad. I said Google or Google. I said Amazon. I'm so sorry. I'll ship them back. And they were like, hey, no sweat. You keep them. We're going to send the ones you wanted. What? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, if I'm getting sleeping pills, I'm going to buy them from Amazon. And you might say, Corey, you're you're a non-profit. You're just giving away money now. Guess how many people have really taken me up on my 100% satisfaction guarantee? Nobody. Yeah, <laughs> I've never had to refund anybody. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I see a lot of people kind of like, hey, no refunds, no refunds, last, last resort. But Corey tells people she'll refund them and hasn't had to. So if that's not preaching from the refund Bible. I don't know. If you want to fight people when they're unhappy, people will be unhappy. Um, How you handle that is uh, speaks very highly to you as a person. And if you choose not to refund, hey, by all means, that it'll be a confrontational conversation though between you and and a client. I hope you can get onto your Facebook tabs and remove that review tab (laughs) piece up before we get to it with you. Saw in another group, uh, some lady had said, hey, I'm not really happy with this, you know, for whatever reason. And the uh, OP, original poster for you guys who hate my acronyms, said, you know, like, oh, that's a shame. Nobody's ever said that to me. So then the client said, well, well now you're now you're invalidating. Like, clearly I didn't like it. I'm trying to be really nice and not leave a bad review and see if we can get this rectified between us. And then OP said, well, I mean, I tasted the same batter and it tasted good. And then the client says, okay, forget it. I don't even want to deal with it. I did not want to leave you a bad review, but what recourse do I have? Mm-hmm. Right. So run your business however you want. That's just, our disclaimer. If you want to do it how you want yeah, to. Just keep in mind that you are a small business and every review, every mention of your name does matter. It can matter good because you could be making sales and it could be bad that people are telling others in your local community not to buy from you. Um, give the refund. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> 
Okay, that's great. That's our baking business of baking was the um, Corey treating me to the time of my life at Neiman Markets. I still don't have the shoes yet, uh, but when I do, I already canceled the order. <laughs> just kidding. This I is all the test. <laughs> okay, so we are going to voice. Oh, we're going to the course. So the course, um, sweatily, can launches I? on. August 31st, the day before cookie gone. Otherwise, we'd push it out another five months. You know <laughs> Yeah, you know. <laughs> Money, never. Yeah. Um, what we actually did today is I had these back-to-school cookies that I made, and I was going to sell them. And you, this morning, I said, you know what? This would be honestly a great set to take from stage one where I had Heather print Eddie on it. Yeah, um, we actually take you through in the course. I um, download from Shutterstock this graphic, pull it into a... Illustrator put it into Photoshop. Then uh, we put it to Eddie in two different sizes. I make some minor changes, yes. and then we print on Eddie live view, so you can hear my annoying voice while Eddie prints. Right, and then I took them home, added some details. They're apples, so I added the stem and the leaf. And I said, "Hey, you know what? This would be a great set to take them through." We actually go through 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 the mindset of what to think of when you're looking for props and when it comes to staging. Then we go and we do a live view of me setting the stage for these cookies in three different ways that takes no time at all. And I tell you the thought process as I go through what I'm looking for, what I tend to stay away from, and then we go and we talk about lighting, uh, what to look for, what not to look for. Um, then what we'll do, and I have to do this right after the podcast here, is I'm going to take you into Lightroom with me and we are going to edit these photos that we staged together. We're going to edit both in Lightroom desktop and on Lightroom mobile, which is free. So both folks have um, access to the information. And then we are going to create copy for it. So we have gotten these cookies from stage one to stage sale together. Mm -hmm. So the course is $68 a month. Um, it will constantly be adding to it. So, you know, $68 a month membership. But if you want to buy the year up front, you get two months free there. Um, it should be really good. Uh, let's see. What are things I've covered recently? We have Photoshop tutorial intro. The Photoshop tutorial intro. Lighting. We have uh, photography gear. We have photography backdrops. We have a Facebook my ads business. course. We have Google My Business, job forms, email market or email. Then we'll have email marketing. Domain names, which let me ask here in the voicemails about domain names. Huh, uh, and know. then we'll be setting up a website. I'm actually setting up a website for... Sweet Pink Olive on the Shopify platform, and she has agreed to let us put that into the course as well. That's fantastic. I love her cutters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be really cool. Um, we'll need some photography. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, now we're on to voicemails. Um, you can call, email, or text in. Great thing. We never respond, so lucky you. Our phone number is 571-556-5644, and the email is hello at sugarcookiemarketing.com. Folks that don't have access to this U.S. phone number, send us an email. It works just as good. You can text or you can call. We appreciate each and every one. I'm going to read the first voicemail which is actually a text message. And it says, hi, y'all. I hope I said that right. This is Courtney with Matato Pop Cookies in Spring, Texas. I just want to thank you for the incredible content you offer and community that you've created. I'm a stay-at-home mom with my three-month-old and two-year-old sons and Thanks to your help, I've increased prices, streamlined processes, and changes to my customer service goals. My family is about to purchase our first home after so much hard work in my dream neighborhood. Knowing that I will have to pull in a certain amount of profit from my business to help the husband support his new lifestyle isn't stressing me out at all. Thank you both. I feel invigorated. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, Courtney, on the move. That's and awesome. The business confidence. Right? I could only imagine that feeling of saying, yes, we'll be moving into my favorite neighborhood. Hey, neighborhood, I will be taking all of your cookie See orders. me on next door. <laughs> I will be selling to you. Okay, that's really awesome. I really like those, like, win ones. Um, voicemail two is a text. Hey, twins, messaging from Ontario, Canada. I want to do a little photo shoot in my home bake shop. Over here, they're less accepted in the public, and we go through full inspections from our local health departments to be permitted to operate. No luxury if cottage laws here, sad face. Um, that said, I want to showcase not only my beautiful separate kitchen that my husband built for me. Where are you guys finding these men? Yeah. Um, but my, but I want to, my beautiful kitchen as well. Do you think it's a faux pas to dress nice, have my hair down and look photo ready? Or should the reality of my, be a reality of my hairs in a bun and a ball cap, apron on, gloves on, the ugly truth. I'm worried people think I'll bake their cookies with my hair flowing into their icing. Or maybe do two photos, caption one with reality, the other one with, hey, this is um, a staged photo magazine shoot. Not sure 
who has a snake? <laughs> but that is definitely not my favorite twin. LOL. <laughs> Kidding. You're both awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. Lindsay, I do have a snake. Um, so it actually <laughs> broke out of its cage the other day. And I've had it for five years. And it's big old butt squeezed against the glass and popped the lock. I know. She um, used to call it a chill snake, but it did bite her once. I witnessed it. Hello. I was anyway. <laughs> So she brings up a great point. Basically, in summary, in Canada, they have a lot of laws governing what they can and cannot do in a bakery. Mm-hmm. In America, a little more relaxed here with those cottage laws. And it's state by state. Right. Um, so she wants to do a photo shoot. But does she do the photo shoot in compliance with the laws or does she do this highlight reel photo shoot where she looks beautiful, flowing hair um, as a branding photo shoot? Here's now, the thing. I have my idea. I have my idea. Every magazine I pick up in the Target checkout line that has to do with food, it's everyone looking staged, beautiful in their kitchen with beautiful bakes. And I am here for it. I love it. I love that you look professional. There's value there. There's a luxury feel. Um, never in a million years would I think that they didn't put their hair up when they were making right. food for people. Here's the thing. Like, uh, oddly, I'm going to say like Kylie Jenner, right? I don't even have her makeup. Um, clearly, I'm in the fresh chapstick aisle. <laughs> uh, but she has that Kylie um, eyeshadow, right? Yeah. So when Kylie you see Cosmetics. the advertisement, Kylie Cosmetics, you see the advertisement. Obviously, she looks like a model and the makeup is beautiful and shiny and it's her eyes and this. But then I saw on Facebook, it's her walking through the place where they make the makeup. Mm-hmm. And she's got the hairnet on. She's covered in a full white suit. I mean, she's still pretty, but she's also wearing goggles. And it's completely, I don't want to use the word unsexy, but it's an unsexy video. Okay. And they're like making the press that puts the eyeshadow in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's definitely how that's made. But I'd much rather see that beautiful ad where you're like, oh, yeah, if I get this, I'll look, look like, like that. that. I don't, but... And I didn't. (laughs) So I think me and Heather are on the same page here. I don't think you could go wrong taking a styled photo and a styled photo shoot. um, Kind of like the cute idea of like reality. And if you had the time and the money, then by all means. Yeah. And you can look cute with your hair up. Mm -hmm. You can be cute. Get your uh, makeup done and look cutesy cute. Right. But I think if I was going to, um, I want to, here's the thing. Like Corey said, we were in the course today, we had to go shoot a client kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a client's client. So we went in and I was like, hey, your kitchen's really clean. And she said, not in reality. She said, I'm just doing this for you guys. So if we wanted to show the true reality of kissing, kitchen usage, we would have left all the stuff on the counters. Your bottles. Um, that's not what's something I'm going to put in a magazine for a client. And we do do magazine ads for this client. Mm-hmm. So we clean out the kitchen. It goes as far as that I actually truly Photoshop things out of the kitchen that are distracting. And we put that in the magazine. Is it completely reality? Absolutely not. Does it sell better? It does. So let's take a note from the people who are selling $80,000 kitchens. Yeah. Um, highlight real stuff. Yeah. So I would branding. say. And then if you have the opportunity to take both photos and you can use both in marketing. Absolutely. Cool. Voicemail 3 is also a text. Hi, Corey and Heather. This is Megan from Plano, Texas. A lot of Texans, y'all. I, right there's down a lot there. of bakers in Texas. I think it's pretty hot. You just hold your dough to the sky <laughs> and bake. <laughs> I have a question about domain names. What's the best way to go about getting one? Who do I purchase it from? Also, it says the domain name I want belongs to someone else, but the web address doesn't lead anywhere when I type it in. How do I find who owns it and who to buy it from? Uh, as they clearly aren't using it. Thanks so much. You both are so helpful, and your advice has drastically changed my business. I really like this question because her head's in the right place. She's moving on to a website. Um, this but the step one of a website is a domain name. So when I talk about websites, think of that as the house yes. and the domain name is the front door. Mm-hmm. So if I had to go and knock and where am I going to type in the URL? So ours is sugarcookiemarketing.com. But what if it was taken? What would we do? Now, there's a couple options if it is parked. That's what it's called. It's called domain squatting. And it's a two, some people do it as actually a business model. They'll squat, squat, they'll reserve a bunch of domains and they'll hope that someone comes asking for it. And then you'll turn around. Corey and I have bought a few squatted on domains. Washington Redskins are when they changed their name to Washington, what is it? Football, football team. team. Washington football team was taken. Mm-hmm. Um, the night before they announced the name change, they went and they purchased that domain for $10,000. No one mm-hmm. thought anything about it, but the next day they announced their name changed. So for ten k, they were able to get the, the guy name. donated the money. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um, so basically, when a domain is squatted on, you could be looking at a hostage situation or you could be looking at someone who just parked an idea. You know, a lot of people, I have a repertoire of domain names of ideas that I'll never execute on, but I like the yeah. thought of it. Um, there's a couple of things. There's called a who is record uh, where it keeps the information of the domain owner. The best way to check, a lot of that's private now um, with uh, the privacy laws that kind of were implemented in Europe. So you can't see who owns it. You can see who it's parked through, and you can see their renewal date. And sometimes I'll go and I'll see a domain name that's been renewed for 10 years. 
Um, they aren't giving it up. They're not giving it up. <laughs> you can reach out. Um, this website I like to use to see who has a domain is instantdomainsearch.com. Type in the domain. It'll show that domain in red. And to the right, it'll say click through to GoDaddy. When you go through GoDaddy, it will show you if the domain's even up for sale. If it is, you can start that conversation. I'm going to be honest. It gets expensive. It can be. It can be. So as far as purchasing a domain name, I actually don't like GoDaddy. I like Namecheap.com. Uh, there's a couple reasons why I like it because it is cheap. <laughs> and we talked about that. I'm a Ross domain buyer. <laughs> um, so I'd say start with no, Namecheap.com for your domain. If it's taken, there's a couple of things we can do here. Um, I actually talked about this in the course. Uh, what happens when your business name is taken, especially when it's taken as a domain? Could you add, could you use a .co, .us? Yeah, but your grandmother's always going to type in a .com. It's what she was preconditioned to think that the internet is. Um, .com bubble, you know, or .com, .com. So mm-hmm. now that we have these different extensions, .net, .org, .ai, things like that, it doesn't, that end user, most of our end users are, you know, in their 40s and 50s, um, they're going to type in that .com. So I'd have to say, Google the dom- domain that you want. See mm-hmm. what shows up. Um, can you outrank them? Can you outrank them? And I talk about that in the course as well. So uh, I said, if somebody was Melissa's Sweet Treats, mm-hmm. when you Google it, there's a tons of Melissa Sweet Treats in every iteration of the name. That's a lot of people to compete with. So if I were a Melissa Sweet Treats, which is the case study I came up with, I would say, hey, drop that name completely. Let's find something else that when I Google it, it's not a lot showing up there. So right. I can kick them out of search. So what Heather is referencing <laughs> to, for those that just glazed over, is called search engine optimization. And it is where your website will show up over someone else's website, regardless of the name, because you have done some footwork on the back end of your website. And that is something we deep dive into the course. We were going to make a podcast on it, but I fell asleep. Um, so we are going to just keep the SEO boring talk to the course. But honestly, it's what we do primarily in our business. And it... Um, is what we do for our clients, and that's what keeps them coming back and paying us and buying red bottom shoes. <laughs> right. So there you go. So my my recommendation for domains is Namecheap.com. I have a couple SEO reasons behind that. If you're not interested in SEO at all, just do Google domains mm-hmm. um, and then use a Google Workspace account to create a custom email. If the domain is parked, I would find an iteration of it that isn't, that still maintains a .com. But if the domain is parked and there's a website on it that's thriving, I would almost consider a completely different name. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. All right, guys, that is our three voicemails. And we appreciate you guys. We appreciate everyone who's being able to grow their business. And I love to hear it. I love when people come back to the group and share their wins. It is so encouraging for people just starting out to say, hey, a little footwork that I can do on my own will benefit me in the long term. So if you have a win, you don't have to wait for Wednesday wins. I want to hear it in the group. You can send it in a voicemail. You can send it an email. You can post it in the group. But it is so encouraging for people who are maybe having a little bit of a lull when it comes to sales or are just starting out to see that someone is out there and being successful, winning. So they can, honestly, a lot of people follow other people in the group. They say, hey, I love you. I love your posts. They're so amazing. I've learned so much from you. So don't think that your post and your comment doesn't mean anything because it means so much to people who are quietly watching in the background. That phone number, if you would like to call or text in, is 571-556-5644. And also the email is hello at sugarcookiemarketing.com. And that leads us to group stuff heather take it away okay so oh oh lord oh lord have mercy <laughs> this is the worst no i got it i got this it. Is the worst okay. pot Corey just feel right. okay absolutely right. everywhere anyways guys i'm sorry we're just on our our c game today a game was left back on monday doesn't it feel like it's like a thursday anyways we had a couple of awesome lives that have passed but i actually have seven new lives to add to the group and i'm excited to talk about it Two lives that passed in the last um, week is Password Best Practices with Mr. Burke. Um, Gina Burke talks a lot in the group. She's done quite a few lives, but her husband is involved. He's an FBI agent maybe, right? Yeah. Mr. FBI man. And he uh, walked us through some best practices when it comes to passwords. And if you know me, you know that I love some internet security. It's a matter of course standing on a towel trying to dry this Diet Coke out of my carpet. Great. <laughs> um uh, so I really do like password security. Uh, he recommends some password managers. Here's the one I love the most. 
actually talk about this in the course as well. Mm. It's LastPass, and it's really easy to set up LastPass, the last password you'll ever have to remember. Then Catherine Gaines. I thought she was, she was going to talk about color theory. This girl didn't talk about color theory. She, she demonstrated yeah. color theory. The girl had the... Uh, what are the three primary colors? It was blue, red, and yellow. And then she like made other colors. Like a she's a big Mac colors. person, right? She is. So she is big into macaroons. So you know, Mac macarons. people have this macarons. Macarons. I said it wrong last week. I caught it after on my way yeah. home. <laughs> so, anyways, those those guys, you guys, you Mac people, you're really big with color because you can create those really awesome colors. Yes. And she kind of walked everyone through a lot. It was really awesome. Um, upcoming events tomorrow is intro to pick play. No post. man, it is tonight. tonight. I tell you, I'm off today. People are gonna be like, we want our money back for this podcast. <laughs> for this free podcast we pay zero dollars for. <laughs> intro to pick play post video editor app with Belinda Cooley, and a lot of people ask about this, and she said she's gonna show us how to film decorating videos and post them to like TikTok and Reels. That's what she said. All right. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. On Friday, it's how to use Trello to organize your orders with Maricela. And if you do not know what Trello is, it is a project management software. You know I like my technology. Yes. I love project management software. Me too. And the people in the group that use Trello, it seems like they die by Trello. They love it. They I, love tre- it. Trello lights or something. So I think I'm going to watch that one. I do use Asana. We do have an Asana one coming up, but oh. um, this Trello one will be the very The battle of the Asana and the Trello. Yeah, <laughs> and now I think I'm going to find somebody to do ClickUp, which apparently is just another one. Oh, the next is this one. Sweet Pink Olive actually reached out to her business accountant and he said yes. Jay Lee is going to do business entity structure and income tax on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. And that is where he's going. What is it? LLC S Corp. S Corp mm, election. Is that what? In the biz- it's in the description. I do not remember. Okay, it. It's above my head in my pay grade. So go to the events tab. Business <laughs> entity income tax, I think, is what he's focusing yeah. on. Yeah. I'm going to make a post in the group saying, What questions do you want to know? Because mm-hmm. he wanted to. He's in the group now. Yeah. Um, another one that is coming up in August. We actually have a couple that I'll add. They're before and after this Stop one. I'm slacking. Um, I'm slacking. It's a Tuesday. It's a Thursday in my head. <laughs> What's it, what it's like selling $3,000 worth of product at a pop-up with Nicole. And um, she said she is here to impress. So I am excited I for that wait. one. And that is Monday, August 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Um, our late lunch, learn, and link up is sold out yet again. That one Ooh. ticket got sold shortly after the last <laughs> podcast. Um, but again, happy hour is free to stop in. Just cover your own tab. Right now, they said we could have the front. I'll keep you updated if that changes with COVID's ever-changing landscape. Right. So now we are moving on to CookieCon. They literally let Heather and I be core speakers. Can you believe it? No idea Like, why. I don't know who tricked them. <laughs> you guys, I gotta, I owe you money. So Heather and I will be teaching all day Friday in one of the core classes. Plus, we will be doing a makeshift podcast live for whoever wants to join us, I think sometime on Saturday. I think so. And then we'll have a game a on game night Saturday. On- no, Thursday. Friday night. Friday night. And right. then Thursday, I'll be taking my own class. <laughs> and then on Saturday, we're the closing speakers. People will be like, oh, my God, I do I'm not want to hear their voices them. again. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that should be fun. I'm going to tell people a little bit about the game. We're actually partnering sure. with Sam's Cookie Club, Sam's Cookie University. Cookie Sam's Club. Cookie Club. Uh, if you don't know Sam's Cookie University, she teaches you everything to know about 3D printers. Before I took her class, I was clueless, and now I'm clueless, but with a little bit more knowledge. And it's not her fault. It's the fact that I cut all the corners. Yes. Um, Literally on the cookie cutter. (laughs) You, they cut sometimes. Uh, So we're partnering with her and her husband, Augusto, and we're going to do a battle of the BDs versus the 3Ds. That was a forced pun there, and I'm proud of it. Um, We're going to divide the room up into two, and we're going to give everyone a strand of Mardi Gras beads. Hey, you know where this is going. I'm just kidding. It's not going where you think it is. But the challenge is to that cookie, the word cookie is a four-letter word. You're not allowed to say it. And if you hear anyone say cookie, you get to take their beads. And he with the most beads gets an AE core backdrop and a bunch of merch. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. And we have a game going on during this time. So you have to work together while working against each other. Yeah. So you want to catch someone slipping up. That is the whole thing. The second game. Can I take this part over? The second game is, did you want me to tell them? It's not a second game. It's the game that's during the game. Did you want me to tell them about it? Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. The game that's happening during the game, Inception of Games. Be ambiguous, though, but kind of close. We will be dividing the room in half. The person with the most will probably win. 
Oh, ambiguous. Ambiguous. But it's our side against their side. So our side, come prepared. <laughs> yeah. If you're on our side of the room, you better have some big old purses with you, okay? Yeah, hint, hint, big purses. Right. <laughs> should be a lot of fun. And then for our core class, what are we teaching? We are teaching. You are going to follow. We wanted me to find something online. that everyone liked. Everyone likes right. So I'm see- I'm there. <laughs> everyone likes. <laughs> That's <kidding>. it. <laughs> we'll just be talking about other. Um, no, but we're actually going to talk about photo. We're talking about staging. We're talking about the do's and don'ts of staging. You're going to be able to see me stage my own bakes in front of you. Then we are going to take that photo. In that photo, we are going to bring it into Lightroom. Lightroom. And they said we can um, cast it onto the big screen so you can see Corey's work flow with Lightroom. But in our image, I am going to have something that we do not want in the image, whatever it is. I don't know. If she leaves a tag tag or or something something like that. And then we're going to take that image into Photoshop and remove whatever it is that's in the image that we do not want. So then I will make some minor corrections in Photoshop. Easy breezy. Then we'll take that and we'll go to use Creator Studio, which is Facebook's free scheduling software. And we're going to schedule that post and we're going to write the copy together. The sales copy. What we want people to read in order to buy from us. It's not going to be... Look, another set I did for Billy. Happy birthday, Billy. That's not going to be it. I want conversions and I want copy that converts. And that's what we are going to do in class all day on Friday. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to use a software, uh, AI generated copy to rewrite it in a bunch of different ways so we can work less but make more. Yeah. So guys, it is start to finish. In 45 minutes. Eight times. Eight times. (laughs) I'm going to be sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I say this week we skipped Winterest. Yeah, I'm not interesting. We are, uh, we're I'm not broke interesting. After we really tried. I have red bottom shoes, maybe. <laughs> that is now my new identity. Our sponsors are Eddie. Um, I was really happy with how Eddie performed yesterday. Heather, I had her print on these um, apple cookies. The saturation was up on the first two, so I asked her to turn it down. Yeah, so we took our, in Photoshop, we took the blacks and we desaturated them down to a little bit of a light gray to stop kind of mitigate the bleeding and it 100 percent, yeah stopped it so i would say if your you know opacity on black is 100 percent, probably drop that down to around 70 percent. if that's too thin maybe up it to 80 percent. i do this in photoshop but there is a way to do it in the bartender software right i don't know how you'll to have do to it. teach me how to do it I'll have to teach her how to Dougie, guys. <laughs> then we have Bakety Bake. Um, their website is bakeitybakeidaho.com. What but- did you just call me? Heather. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I don't care. I have red bottom shoes. <laughs> I can walk out of here when I want to. This is a meringue powder, and I have fallen in love with it. I just ordered six more pounds of it for myself because now I am a large fan of it because I have 583 cookies I have to write on with a fine tip edible marker. I did 25 of them yesterday and not one poked through and i am a fan of being able to use edible marker because it makes my life easier when i do not have to pipe wording onto a cookie so we had a bunch of people actually order it and they tried it and they had the same results as i did um you don't have to use corn syrup but i use corn syrup in mine it's still dried with the shine i absolutely love it it was so easy to work with and it gave me time to manipulate the icing to fix any of the issues i had any of the piping things I needed to do um, to make it cohesive. So I really have enjoyed that. And I am a fan and will be buying it till the day I die. Please do not take it off the market. You can actually save 10% by using the code TWINS at checkout. You can save 20% by typing in Heather is my favorite twin at checkout. I'm just kidding. Yeah, type that in see if that works for you. We can dream. <laughs> a gal can dream. Okay, guys, I'll be so happy. Actually, Corey went to the mailbox. Corey went to the mailbox. And there was stuff in there it. There was stuff in the mailbox. There was some bills in it. There was some bills in the mailbox. <laughs> so I have to... Emery Gibbs wrote us a card on her high school graduation. So I stationary. So I had to look her it was up. So fancy. <laughs> yeah, it was super fancy. When did you like to read it to us? Okay, it says twins. Don't mind my out of date stationery. It's from my 2002 high school graduation. Ha ha. Anyways, I've been wanting to send a little something to the mailbag for a while. You know, ever since I didn't know why I had a V address. 
VA address written <laughs> on my planning sheet. But that's so funny. She took a picture. She, she said, why is this address here? And I'm like, why does she have my address? And then she's like, oh, yeah, we gave it to everybody. <laughs> Here's a sweet treat and a little ho, baby, low, baby, love. Thanks for all that you do for us for free. Well, really, blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, wait, you give us those two. <laughs> we love you. Enjoy from Give Me Cookies. Give, that's her Instagram handle. It, give Me Cookies. And that's her last name. I wish that's I was hilarious. That she actually gave us two ho, baby, low, baby uh, gift cards. We I'm going to live film you <laughs> running through. Oh, baby, love. <laughs> and she actually gave us two of her cookies. I've already eaten oh, they're half. They're so cute. I took a picture. I'm going to post it. In okay. In her, you ate it? I ate half while you were typing. You just spit it on it, and I got to eat the other half? There, you could have the other cookie. I there's two. Okay, there was Sorry. <laughs> There's one that looks like an actual beach scene. Too slow. Quite, too, a whole bite out of it. Uh, Kate Galgan from Total Happiness Cookies wrote us the nicest Kate, letter. Kate, let me just tell okay, you, Kate, I hated you. Corey didn't realize you wrote two separate cards. And the first card she opened said, Heather's my favorite twin. And she'd never found the second card. It was in the bills. Like, of course, Corey's not <laughs> I opening those. Kate. I looked Kate up and I Corey said, we are sent me a picture. <laughs> Corey sent me a picture and she was like, this one is just to you. <laughs> okay, but it was so nice. This one I'm actually going to read it is for me because I found it and I'm so sorry. Hi, Corey. Thank you so much for, oh, for seeing. An... Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> People's handwriting. I can't do it. Thank you so much for saying I needed the baking community and sharing your marketing and business knowledge. I'm a much better business owner because, because of it. I wanted to send you a small token of my appreciation. Hopefully you like Starbucks, which brings me to the question, hot or cold coffee, clean or sugar cream or sugar thanks again kate p.s you're my favorite twin don't tell heather and heather's card said the same thing okay, before says, i only read my card which is hilarious <laughs> i was like oh man sorry Corey. <laughs> i drove home angry <laughs> <laughs> but she sent a starbucks card That's my answer so nice. is cold coffee except when the pumpkin splash latte Corey, <laughs> the day that the first leaf thinks about turning brown Corey's at a star he's trying to get a pumpkin so spot. kate you're my favorite again <laughs> i love you <laughs> And okay, I'll be honest. Sam's Cookie University sent us these adorable pins. Are these her? These are Cookie her, Country. Yeah, unfortunately, oh if you guys could run into Sam on purpose and try to get involved with these pin trades, they're so cute. What are they? I'll post these up. are enamel pins, and one says "Just Cookie It," and it's actually a ice cream donut truck that she made yeah. into a cookie herself. Oh, this is so cute! And then she made the banana set, and then she made this set, the whisk yes. one. So it says, "Be a whisk taker," and it is a. Latte Very art coffee. Laffy. Laffy. <laughs> Where is that at Starbucks? Yeah, la- one Laffy, please. <laughs> Make that extra great. <laughs> Focus by the top. <laughs> it says you can cookie that, and it is a batch of bananas. But she made that adorable. as actual cutters in the group. I know. Darn it, Sam. Why are you so adorable? This hi, girls. Thank you so much for all of your support. I can't wait to meet you both. I thought it was only fitting that you two would be the first to receive my cookie con swag. Your your new course sounds fantastic, and I can't wait to join and support you in that endeavor. I've already gotten so much great information. This will be just the icing on the cake. Cake crossed out, and she put cookie. Uh. P.S. Better bring your egg into the comp. <laughs> no mercy. <laughs> Sam and Augusto. <laughs> Sam and Augusto. It's so funny because uh, she started her group around the same time we started ours, so she's actually starting her paid course. Can I join it? If Can I get more cutters? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, it, that the answers go, <laughs> go off of each other. It may still be crappy, but we'll cut down. If once. you would like to join the cool kids, get a shout out in the group. This is how you do this it. This is our favorite thing. Please let Corey know that she you sent two cards. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll hate you. Um, the address is fifteen thousand Potomac Town Place, Suite two four five Woodbridge, Virginia two two one nine one. I guys, Kate, Emery, Sam. I love you guys. You have honestly made my whole week. That was so fun yeah, well, to open fun. those and open them by myself. And I didn't. My I challenge almost... to anybody this week is to send us a picture of your pet. Like just mail it. Just mail a picture of your animal. And then like right on the back, this is Steven. And he is barky. My husband was like, what are these cards and stuff? I said, we beg people to send us stuff. Literally like, beg. Anything? I said, if they send a bill, I'll read it <laughs> Read it on air. Why didn't you read the IRS one? I thought I'd open that one. Yeah. No, no. All right, guys, that wraps us up. I'm so sorry for how unprofessional this we were was, today. This was just D-team. This was, you know, Corey spilling bu- coke. We can only go up 
from this yeah, podcast. Yeah, we truly arrived. My car is ready. I'll have you know, they just called and texted me for the fifth time today. <laughs> we are driving down to Cookie The floor Con. is soaked with soda. <laughs> Corey's cookies have been dropped off, and... Uh, I yeah. am currently eating Emery's cookies. Okay, save me my half. You have a whole I feel, cookie. I feel like I'm being gypped. I'm literally <laughs> watching you spill cookies. <laughs> Okay, guys, I'm sorry. Next week, we will be more professional. And then the a week after that, we'll actually be filming the podcast on Thursday, Saturday. Saturday. We'll be a little late because we'll be at CookieCon doing it live. If you would like to hear your voice on the podcast, this is your time to join us. People will be like, where do I not? Where are they doing? I do not want to be. If you don't later. hear anyone on that one, no one's right. Yeah, if it's just me and Corey spilling Coke on each other, <laughs> you'll know it's a typical day. Okay, guys, thank you so much, and we will see you next week. The 2 2 Tuesday email goes out today. That's a weekly newsletter that we started, um, and I feature one of the most popular posts in the group the mm-hmm. last week, two of those. Um, the last week was double bows, and that was, uh, I think Tanya taught us how to do a double yes. bow on a package, and someone said, I got the email, and did it. Look at it. <laughs> and then we feature someone's photo that um, put it in that Heather's post, and you guys volunteered your awesome photography, and that yeah, goes we out did to Love everybody. of Max. Uh, and it was fantastic. Was so cute, right? I'm so jealous. You were the first week, because I had to... I I'm had jealous to... about a greater Max are. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. So we got a, a lot of fun stuff in the group, right? Right. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. All right, sweating. guys, let's go get this car. Okay. <laughs>